we're used to rice and chicken and then curry, soup, all those stuff. But we don't, we've never seen fast food. You know, we don't have McDonald's. We don't have nothing, anything in the jungle. Hip Hop Hustle Podcast, man. You heard it here first. He's not playing. No, Aaron's not playing. No fucking game. You got your ear to the streets, man. Much love to all the people down under. And make sure y'all follow the Hip Hop Hustle podcast, man, because they're giving y'all nothing but the real shit. But yeah, man, appreciate the intro, bro. Yeah, let's do it, man. Let's kick it off. Shout out to the whole Hip Hop Hustle podcast. What's up with it? It's official. For the first time ever, we have Hip Hop Hustle podcast merch. From hoodies to T-shirts to hats and even slides, Go to the hiphophustlepodcast.com to get yours. Alrighty, there we go. Welcome to the Hip Hop Hustle Podcast. I'm with the one, the only, Star 2. Uh, he's doing some amazing things, a very unique story in R&B and hip hop. Uh, he just released a project, Different Breed, uh, that came out 2023 uh, with Stupid Young, Lil Popper, and... Uh, I don't know how to say the last name, M8 Nell, MBL, Mbnell, C. I was, my fans know that I make mistakes on this show, that I can never get names right, but at least I got yours right. Um, but yeah, you've done tracks with uh, Soldier Boy. Um, and man, you've got an extremely unique story, but it's pretty cool to see how far you've come in terms of coming from very humble roots and now seeing to the things that you're accomplishing. Yeah. Wait, what was the question? <laughs> I was just saying, it must be like pretty uh, pretty cool to see how far you've come so far I mean, in your career. I came a long way, you know, from the jungle to the, to the U.S., you know. It's crazy. How does your family feel about that? Like, I'm sure, you know, when you first came, they didn't even have this concept of becoming a musician, let alone a rap star and let alone this journey that you're on right now, but how do they view it all? Uh, my grandma was a little, you know, she's proud of me, but at first, you know, she was kind of shocked because at first she wasn't, she was, it wasn't, ex, uh, she didn't expect it. She wasn't very supportive because, you know, she didn't believe in it, you know, because as an Asian, you know, your parents want you to go to school, become, you know, doctor, nurse, you know, all those type of things that they think that they think is right. But yeah, but now she's proud of it, proud of me. And but my mom and my dad—I've never met them, my birth parents, so I don't know about them. Yeah, I'm sure they would be though. Like, I think yeah. it must be scary for your for your grandma to like for you to take that risk. You know, I mean, yeah. the the dream for any one of parents or, or grandparents for their grandchildren children is like. I want you to be safe, successful, happy, healthy, and then you get into a music career and they're like, um, this kind of flies in the face of everything I thought I knew in terms of like the safe path. Like I know my family was like, do well at school. You got to become like a doctor, like you said, like a lawyer yeah. or like, you know, go to go do commerce and stuff. And, and funnily enough, I did those things. I went to uni, I did a law degree and I did a commerce degree, but like, Hey, I think we're all on that different journey, but it's very common for those traditional paths to be pushed. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because it's, it's 
very like very unsure. It's not it's not for everybody, you know. Not everybody's gonna make it, you know. And parents, uh, I think parents think that it's a waste of time. It's most parents. Well, I think for some it is. You yeah. know the. I mean, how many people do you know that would have started making music like you and just never made it or never they just quit at some point? Uh, a lot of people quit in the first like year or two because. Some people don't came in last a year because, you know, people think you got to do music because you love it. And, you know, you got to do it because, you know, and the fan base. That's why the fan base is very important. If you have a really good, strong fan base, that's what's going to make you keep going in the music industry, you know, like keep making, dropping music and all that stuff. If you don't have any, like, fan base or you, or you, you don't see any, like, growth and progress, you know, in your music career, that's when people start to, you know, to be unsure, to be unsure about their music career and just decide to quit. You gotta take it as a career too, as a job. You know, there's like you want to take, you want to be big in the industry, be in the mainstream. You want to be in in that group, you know, the top top group. You gotta like put in a lot of work and take it serious, like a job. Yeah, and I think people like the idea. I've spoken this about this on my show before. They love the idea of being an artist and they love the idea of being a musician, but the reality is very different. Like, you know, yeah. behind all the music videos, there is a grind that like exists for all of you. And, and I mean, even organizing a music video must have been insane. I mean, I, I watched the one with so- soldier boy and you were in this oh, beautiful yeah. house and you've got these beautiful girls and you've got this, these beautiful cars, but like outside of that, you're back to reality. Yeah. Everything takes planning and all those things aren't easy to do, you know, like, so if anybody like has an idea and like make, make that idea like happen in real life, that's, you know, they should be proud of themselves. And, but yeah, after that, people, you know, after music videos and stuff, yeah, you just go back to everyday, like go in the studio, try to make some music or some people, some artists, you know, my friends are pretty big at the around knows. They'll still, they still work, you know, like, I mean, they still have a minimum wage job. You still got to work every day. Yeah, yeah. So have, are you full-time artist at the moment or are you also yeah. working? No, I'm, I'm a full-time artist right now. But I'm thinking about going back to school, though. Nice, nice. Yeah. What are you thinking of studying? Music, business. Yeah. I'm, I'm planning on trying to get get my own label started. Bro. Right, that is that is cool. There's some big dreams, my man. But hey, the I tell you what, it is the wave of independent artists starting their own labels. Yep, that is, that's the new wave. Yeah, it it's a good wave too, because you know if you put people you put people on people that are around you, and then you feel. Then you start to build. That's when you you start to build your own fan base. You know, find your own little group, little you know place. Yeah, are you, are you planning on doing that soon? Is that something that's front of your mind? Yeah, I, I've been talking to some people, so you know, trying to start that, going, start, trying to get that uh, start started by twenty twenty three. You know, I mean twenty twenty four. By the uh, after the end of the year of 2023, I'll start. Nice. I'm playing the seed of my label, and then, yep, 
couple months, I guess. Yep, I'll start signing some artists. Well, then your grandma will be happy again. You'll be going back to school. So she'll get exactly <laughs> yeah. what you wanted. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I'm trying to, yeah. Let me, let me ask you about getting Soldier Boy. Because, I mean, how was that, number one, as like, how did you do it? And number two, how was the feeling when he said yes? Because Soldier Boy, everyone knows Soldier Boy. Yeah. Uh-huh. So uh, how I got it, got to do that was with, I don't even remember, but I guess uh, somebody in my team got connection with Soldier Boy, apparently. So, you know, and then they asked me, like, would you love to do a song with Soldier Boy? And I'm like, of course, I'll be, I'll be down to do that, you know? So I say yes, you know, the feeling of it was crazy, you know, when you say yes to do it, because then he's like one of my, one of the top, like one of the artists I usually listen to, listen to, and like back in the days when I was younger, like when I was a little kid, I used to listen to Kiss Me Through the Phone, you know, Pretty Boy Swag, and Crank That, you know, all his top songs, you know, Soulja Boy was one of the first rapper I listened to, like, black artists I listened to. So that, that, it was amazing. It was a good feeling to work with, to work with him and then keep that uh, relationship going. Yeah, I feel like it's weird that people would be like, hey, do you want to work with an iconic artist like Soldier Boy? And you would ever say no to something like that. Like, that is like, of course. <laughs> yeah, right. Like, if someone yeah, asked me if I want to interview Soja Boy, my answer would be, uh, yeah, no shit, just book that in. Like, there is, yeah. you don't even have to ask questions. Like, let's get it going. But how was how long was the process between, you know, the idea of it being floated and it actually happening? I said, like, less than a month, probably like two, three weeks max. It was pretty quick. Damn, that is quick. Yeah, like pressure. It's a lot of pressure, a lot of work. So yeah. did did that track need you? Did you have that track ready to go, or is that like brand new? You guys went to the studio. How did that work? Uh, I think I have that song. No, that song is uh, brand new. Yeah. No, actually, yeah. So I I had that. I made that track brand new, and I had another track. I sent him like two, three different tracks, you know, for him to pick. So he picked new me. Yeah, and and then he laid his verse, and then next thing you know, you got a track with Soldier Boy. Mm-hmm. What yeah. was the reception after that came out? Because obviously, you know, you, you, it's probably the the biggest name you've had to date in terms of like the music recognizable. Oh, yeah. What was the what was the reception from fans? What was the reception from the general public? Well, the public was shocked because you know they didn't expect that. I'm kind of like one of the first Asian artists, you know, to work with that too. And my people were shocked. You know, a lot of people grew up listening to Soldier Boy. You know, he he he's an icon. You know, so yeah, it's it's a good it, it looks good on your profile as a you know artist. Yeah, agreed. I mean, good is an understatement to say the least. Mm-hmm. So, uh, something that I read about you was when you first came to the US, was there's a an anecdote that you talked about that you were given pizza as a kid, and your grandmother was given pizza, and she threw it out, 
because she was like, yeah. I don't know what this is. It's probably trash, but she threw it out. Yeah, because, you know, pizza has a different smell to it. And then we're, we're from the jungle, from the mountain. We, we've never seen pizza. We don't know how it smells like. And it was like, it wasn't like, you know, it was it was fresh, but she never seen us, you know. She like, what what is this? You know, it looks crazy, you know. Like, <laughs> we don't eat that, you know. We're used to rice and chicken and then curry soup, all those stuff. But we don't. We've never seen fast food, you know. We don't have McDonald's. We don't have nothing, anything in the jungle. Yeah, I mean, how is she now with pizza? Is she like open to well, pizza at the moment? Of course, hell, hell yeah! She goes, <laughs> goes. She even goes to the, you know, like the Seven Eleven over here, and they, just to grab like a pizza. Hey, she's converted. She'll eat but any I- kind of pizza now. <laughs> yeah, she know what a pizza is. Because <laughs> what? Because I mean, you were because you're originally from Burma, right? Yeah. Or it's Myanmar uh, now. Um, no, I was from. Yes, Myanmar, but I Myanmar, but I'm from. Uh, I was born in Thailand. in Thailand. Yeah, but uh, I grew up in the refugee camp for a couple. Uh, I grew up in a refugee camp, then I uh, moved to the U.S. And so, but your family is originally uh, Burmese, or were were Burmese at the time? Is uh, that no? We we're not Burmese. We're a, a ethnic group called the. Uh, uh, Karen, like Karen, it's spelled, it's spelled um, K-A-R-E-N. It's pronounced Karen, but you know, <laughs> it's not, it's not the Karen that you know. Yeah, <laughs> it's the Karen from the jungle. And we, so, uh, we're, we're from a place called uh, Kothule. You know, that's our, that's it's supposed to be called Kothule, but we don't have a country. It's not, it's not like on the on the map. And so growing up, was that a part of your growing up in terms of instilling that heritage and your, your culture in you? Like, how was, how was that, you know, I imagine it, it must be important to your grandmother, important because you guys are going through a tough time in terms of the transition of life. But was that important to your grandmother and important to your family of instilling the culture and tr- teaching you the traditions of your people? Yeah, of course. Yeah, of course, it's important because she wants us to pass it down to our kids, you know, and then our grandkids. So yeah, we still keep our tradition, like the cook, the food that we cook. You know, I still I know how to cook all of the food that we eat, all that stuff. And we still have some of the culture clothes clothes too, you know, like handmade. It's crazy. We still keep it. We keep our tradition. We trying to keep that alive for uh, forever. Yeah, well, man, I think that the more people do it, the better. Like, I've always believed that the more we have, like, different cultural diversities and different, like, ethnicities, then the better life is. Because, like, here in Australia at home, one of my favorite things about Melbourne is that we have every different type of food that you can imagine. We got it all. We got it all from, like, Korean, Thai, Italian, Japanese, whatever you got. We we have it. Indian, Nepalese, we have African food here as well. Like everything. Well, talk, literally everything. Yeah, talking about talking about everything that you guys have. I got a lot of my people in, in Australia too. All all over Australia. So shout out to my fans that are in Australia. My, my Korean fans, my people. You know? Well, 
you're gonna have to let me know if there's a restaurant like a a Korean yeah, restaurant there, because well, there's definitely is there's definitely is some for sure, and there's they probably do advanced festivals sell, selling all the culture food and you know clothes, clothing and everything. I'll let you know. Yeah, 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 yeah for sure. Let me know because I'm always down and. Yeah, one of the best things in Melbourne is we always have festivals going on. Like we've always got like food and like we have the uh, the night markets and like literally you got to come down. I think you're keen to come down. We're keen to have you down. You got to meet some I, of your I'll fans. Be, yeah, I'll, I'll probably do a show out there either by the end of this year or probably early sometime 2024. Damn, all right. Up. You'll have yeah. to hit me up. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Maybe we'll I'll pop up your uh, interview a podcast in person. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Well, I'm actually going to the States uh, in October. I'm going to head to New York for a couple of weeks. Oh, yeah? So, for sure. Yeah. Know. Yeah. So the flight's already booked. So I'll be in New York, I think, from like the 6th to the 21st or something, some, something like that. Uh, one of my mates lives down there, so a few of the few of the few of his friends are going to to visit but then i got a week extra just by myself oh that's nice that's what's up you'll have a good time new york's a, new york's a pretty beautiful place too they had all that stuff new york city no nah, this is gonna be my first time in new york for real oh you're gonna you probably like you like the city life yeah yeah i do yeah. like the city life then you'll, then you'll love it there's gonna be a lot of homeless here and there but you know it's part of it. Yeah. Do you know what I heard? Because, you know, weed's not legal here in Australia. But For I real? heard, yeah, so weed's not legal. So I'm sure it will become legal at some point, but it's not legal at the moment. But I heard when you walk down New York, the smell of weed is everywhere. Everywhere. In California, too. In Denver, Las Vegas. I don't know. That's, most of the states here are, are getting, like, are legalizing weed. In the U.S. Yeah. Yeah. I still, I mean, I th- think it's the ones down south that, that haven't legalized it yet. Yeah. They don't really do that down south. I mean, they do it. They just don't, don't want it legal. Yeah. Because they're, you know, it's, it's usually the rest states that don't really legalize weed over here. Yeah. I mean, I think it's just a matter of time. Yeah, I think as soon I, it will be for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, it's just the way of life. I mean, they may be slow to change, but they'll all change, and like we'll eventually oh, yeah, yeah. get there as well. I mean, I think yeah, the amount of people that smoke weed in Australia is so high, makes no sense yeah. to like. I mean, literally, I you walk down the street, you can smell it, but like, it's not legal, but you can smell it. And to be honest, I don't think it's the biggest problem that we have to solve. It's not the biggest problem. I'm talking about that. I'm about to have my own weed strain too. Damn. Okay. Here we go. We got the scoop. In, yep. In eight, eight or nine months, uh, uh, the S2MG strain is going to drop. The Star 2, you know, Star 2 uh, music group. Or I call it, you know, Star 2 murder gang. But <laughs> if, it's, if it's on paper, it's going to be Star 2 music group, S2MG pack. There's going to be some gas. <laughs> <laughs> so have you already figured out the distribution? Do you know where you're going to get the weed from? Like, how's that working? Uh, so I already have growers, you know, warehouse growers, and then people on the uh, distributor. I'll, 
all I have to do is promote it and, you know, smoke it, try it, tell them, rate it, and just basically, like, promote it. And then they sell it, they ship it out, they do all that stuff. I don't do it. So, you know, I get a percentage, though. That's why, because, you know, it's my weed. Yeah. Well, well, I was going to say, if you're not getting a percentage, I don't know who's got that deal for you, because, like, if your name's on it, you should be getting some some return on that. Definitely, man. It's going to be something nice, though. I'll send you a little bit of it. Send you some. Yeah. Maybe we'll have to wait for it to be legal here first, or maybe you can, like, smuggle it in. I won't tell anyone. You can smuggle (laughs) it in when you come down. Um, (laughs) For sure. <laughs> but I, I think my people could ship it out though. I think they ship everywhere. Yeah. I don't know. I have to talk to them. I'll see what they yeah, say. Or, you'll have to, or if you come out here, you come and try it. Yeah. Know? Yeah, for sure. For sure, actually. Yeah. It's funny because like people like Aussies that have gone to the US, they brought gummies back. So they, uh, they took gummies. And obviously, you know, they're it's impossible to tell whether it's like a gummy bear or actually, you know, uh, an edible. But like they they bring them back with no problems, so uh, oh. I'm not sure how. Uh, I don't think it's a hundred percent legal for for what they do in terms of to just get it through. But I'm sure your distribution company will be able to do that, hopefully legally. Yeah, yeah, no, they do it legally. Yeah, they have man. dispensary shops out here too in in the city, so yeah. Because you're based in San Diego, right? Yeah, I'm busy in San Diego. Cause the it's interesting. I've spoken to a few artists from San Diego. It feels like there's a real like movement of music coming through your city. Like it oh, feels yeah. like there's a lot yeah, of artists San Diego, coming. It's definitely um opening up. Um San Diego is changing changing uh its way. More more artists are popping out in San Diego for sure. Because how was it when you were growing up? Like, what can you feel the difference? Like, when you came versus how the city well, is right now? There's way more music now. There's way more ki- kids wanting to, like, be a rapper, singer, you know, growing up now. Kids are, you know, it's changing. It's like, how you say, you know, it's changing. So before it wasn't like this. Before it was more, there's not really too many big artists like Rob Stone. I don't know. I don't even know too many that were huge, you know. It wasn't too many big mainstream artists uh, on first Sunday. So what made you want to do it? Like, you know, usually because the, the common story that I hear is there's a lot of people that there are big artists around and they're looking at them and they're like, man, I, that's what I want to do. I, I see them and I see the potential in myself. But in a city where there's not many big artists that you can recognize, there's not many people like being the role models that you want. What made you take the ultimate leap of faith? Well, you know, I saw that artist, uh, artist lifestyle. That's what I want to do. I didn't want to work forever, you know. Like I didn't want to. I want to make music. I've always had love for music, you know. And I wanted to make money off music too, you know. Find a way to live off music too, while doing something I love. So that was always been my passion. And I used to listen, look up to Justin Bieber, you know, Soldier Boy. All those big artists back in the day, Tiger, Wiz Khalifa, you know, Snoop Dogg, all those huge artists. Yeah. But yeah, there weren't too there weren't any like artists I looked up to from San Diego. Hopefully you can be that artist now for the San Diego kids. Oh yeah, yeah. A lot already. A couple already. So do you have people hitting you up? Yep, from San Diego, yep. 
You want to be like me? You want to work with me? All that. How does that feel? Feels good, man. I feel like I've I've accomplished some. You know, sometimes I I feel like I have gone nowhere, but you know, because I've my life is moving so fast. But if I take a step back and look at it, I've I've, I've you know moved up a couple charts. You know, so you know my life has changed, and I appreciate it. You know, so you know gotta appreciate every moment, cherish everything, I get covered. Yeah, it's weird. I always say to people like, life feels like it's really slow and the days are slow but like the years go quickly like so quick man yeah i mean i can't believe it's already halfway through the year like we're looking at 2020 we we you're already talking about 2024 like you're talking about next year already and when we're just over halfway so like the year is going so quickly i know it's crazy every year is going faster and faster Cause how you're like you're 21, right? Mm-hmm. About to be 22 in December. Man, so young, so youthful. I'm about to turn 30 in uh in January next year. So uh, enjoy it while it lasts, my friend. Although I I'm telling myself that uh, 30 is the new 20. So that's yep. what I keep trying to tell myself. Yep, it is. You're still young. No, you don't got worried. Yeah, although I've looked about 45 for like 15 years. So I've had this face. Yeah, I've looked like this forever. I've always had like a beard uh, and I've always (laughs) looked old. (laughs) (laughs) Well, uh, people, I have said like the only way to really grow a beard is to just start growing it like and just see what happens. Um, But but yeah, I haven't grown, I haven't shaved this beard in forever it's been like five years since i fully clean shaved cool man just keep growing the beard uh, <laughs> it's a new trend out here yeah. not everybody grow a beard you know so you gotta you're one of a kind that's true that's <laughs> yeah. there's there's not many things i can do but grow a beard is one of them i just have the the genetics for it but i tell you what when it's hot as shit it is rough like oh shit yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> so okay, I don't know. I would never know because I don't know <laughs> until until I grow one. Hey, you never know. You might actually start growing one. Um, yeah. but something I did want to ask you was like you mentioned, you don't know your your birth parents, and we're going to take a little bit of a different turn. But how was that growing up? Because like, you know, it's one thing to come as like you're you're in a new country. You don't know the language. You're adapting. You don't know the food. You don't know the weather. You don't know the the environment. But then you ultimately go to school, and what you see in terms of traditional families is not the traditional family that you have. So how was that growing up in terms of just the well, I'll, yeah? I also view my grandma as my father figure too. You know, because you know, I don't know. I, I, I love I love her to death too, you know, because you know, she she was kind of like there for me. So I don't know. I didn't really think too much of it. I really I guess I I didn't really care. I just me I'm the type of person that's just like all right, this and this happened. All right, let's move on. Let's see. You know, I'm not gonna hold any grudges. You know, stop me. Stop anything that happened to me. From you know doing things in life. You know? Yeah, I think that's a great attitude to have. Yeah. 
that's just me. I don't know. I mean, I'm not, I'm, I'm not mad at my parents or what they did, whatever reason, you know, I, I, don't, I really don't care, but I know who to thank and who to love, you know, but, you know, at the end of the day, they still my parents. I'm still, you know, going to show them love and respect. Uh, yeah, I, I, it doesn't really occur to me or, or hurt my feelings. I don't know. I'm used to it, I guess. Or maybe I was just born like that. I don't know. Actually, when I go, I'm about to go back to China. I'm about to go meet them this year. Oh, wow. Yeah. How are you feeling about that? It's cool. I mean, you know, there's going to be some, some new, but yeah, I'm going to go spend some time with them. Because they're separated, so, you know, take turn maybe a couple of days with her, a couple of days with um, him. So, yeah. Yeah, wow. That is, it must be extremely exciting, but extremely scary. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm not scared. I don't know. I'm a very confident guy, you know. Yeah, I, I'm because I, I'm just trying to put myself in your your position. I'm like, I'd be nervous because, like, oh, yeah, yeah. you you've heard these. I'm sure you've heard stories about your your parents, and I'm sure your grandmother's told you stuff about your parents. And so you've almost got this like idea of who they are, and then now yeah. you're going, you're gonna see them, and you're gonna see like for real what they look like, how they stand. You're gonna see them as people. I think that's like this. It's a weird transition for you, man. Like it's it's yeah, really yeah. exciting, but it's also like it makes it real all of a sudden, as opposed to stories and ideas and photos. Oh yeah, you're right. I never thought of it like that, but that's crazy. That's, yeah, you're right. You're completely right. But I've never like thought of it. I never like think of that. <laughs> well, I've either made it worse for you, or hopefully made it better. But like. It's genuinely super exciting. But what has your grandmother told you about your parents? I'm interested, like, about what what you know about them right now or, or what you've been told. Um, you know, they just had me when they were little. When we were very young, my mom had me when she was 14. Wow. So she was very young. But, yeah, my dad, my dad was working. I don't know. They, I guess they weren't meant to be, so, you know, they... And up with somebody else, both of them, you know, went their ways. So yeah. Did they ever consider coming here? To I mean to the States? They they don't have paper to come. They don't wow. have like paper, passport, all that. Because they're not a Thai citizen. We don't have our own country, you know, because we're from the jungle. Right. So that was Damn. So literally just had to wait. Yeah, but I think my mom is trying to get her Thai, Thai uh, citizenship and Thai passport, all that stuff. Yeah, it's funny. My dad is uh, leaving to Thailand uh, next week. He's going for a, for a trip. For real? Yeah, I mean, I've been to Thailand a few times as well. Beautiful over there. Like, <laughs> honestly, beautiful country from from what I've seen. But you know, uh, what, what, what were you doing out there? Uh, so me and my friends, we just want us to take a break, you know, enjoy the beach, enjoy the food, uh, just enjoy life. We actually went to the, have a dream world over there in Bangkok, which is like a, a theme park. And it was so yeah. good. It was practically empty. We didn't have to wait in lines at all. And it was so good. Damn. Yeah. Yeah. I heard you got to be careful uh, with the lady boys. Well, <laughs> I tell you what, from what, I mean- you you go down there and at the usual rule of thumb, 
if they're six foot tall, you probably know. Like if they're real tall, you're like, nah, I already know. And they got the Adam's <laughs> apple and the big hands. Um, but yeah, yeah. I think we it yeah, it's like built into the culture over there. I know, it's crazy, man. Like I didn't know that, you know. I when I was a kid, you know, I didn't really see that, you know. So, you know, because <laughs> I grew up in the US, so you know, hear hear about that, it's kinda crazy and funny. Well, I mean, you hear about it now, and obviously they don't say ladyboy here, but over there, that's like the language that they use that they always say ladyboy, but like it is extremely common. Like you walk down the street and oh, yeah. it's like advertised. It's like, yeah, it, it's it's really weird. You, you never would think that they would lead the way. That's crazy. But yeah, <laughs> but, but I always say to anyone, like it is a beautiful country and the food, like, this like this is why I'm like guys we got to let more people around because the food's the best. Oh yeah, the like, food over there is the best. It's cheap. I heard it's good, so I'm, I can't wait, man. The fruits too. Yeah, the food, the the cheap drinks, uh, literally, and the conversion rate is unreal. Yeah, it's like what thirty dollar thirty uh thirty something baht is a dollar a US dollar. Yeah, that was that was like our conversion rate, thirty to one or thirty six to one, something like that. Yeah, it goes up and down. But yeah, right now, like a hundred dollars, like what three thousand over there. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, so good. But is there anywhere else you're going? Like, or are you just going to Thailand? Um, uh, Australia. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, Australia. not on the same trip though. Or are you gonna but just no, do it no, all on no. one trip? No, not not on one trip. Probably take it. Take a break. That's why I'm going to Thailand this year. Uh, Australia probably early, early next year. Are you, I will say though, are you ready for the flight? The flight is long. I'm ready, man. Probably would be taking sleeping pills. All that <laughs> <laughs> long flights. Yeah, it is very long. Like you, you, you don't realize how far away it is until it's you're like to you guys, though, right? Closer to Australia. Yeah. Thailand is, I think it's about eight to ten hour flight from us, which is not Whoa, too bad. That's nothing for us. Yeah, like eight hour ten is nothing over here. That's normal, you know. Now we gotta fly like what days? <laughs> yeah, no. To get to the US, it takes me like it takes me over a over twenty four hours to get to the states. Yeah, yeah that's like what, a day and a half. Yeah, but it's weird because when I come to the states. Time stays still. So I leave, if I leave today, it's Friday. I'll arrive on Friday. But when I leave the States and I come home, if I leave on Friday, it's already Sunday. So I literally lose a day because we're ahead. So today for me, it's Friday and for you, it's Thursday. Yeah. Crazy. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Wild. But is there anything on your bucket list? Like when you look forward, you know, in your music career, is there anything that you're like, this is something that I really want to accomplish or this is something that's like, I want to look back on my life and say, yes, I did it. Uh, yeah, I want to start a music label, like probably have my own village, you know, where my people can live freely, you know, and probably open up some schools, some uh, music, uh, recording studios, you know, that's my goal. I'm trying to help, you know, the newer uh, generation of my people to like help them 
get into the mainstream lane of music too and start making movies yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's where the money's at movies do you know what type of movies I, i'll say anything probably like action probably mark like marvel type of movie you know all everything well if you never if you ever want your chris hemsworth your aussie flavor i can provide the australian flavor to your sure. for sure and, yeah i see i've always thought that i would love to be a movie star as well i think who wouldn't love to be a movie star let's be honest I, I know, man. Like, yeah, I want to also star and direct, you know? <laughs> <laughs> of course, it's going to be, we're going to need a co-director, you know, like the main director that actually done it before. We're going to need people like that. But yeah, I also want to help direct and probably be in a couple movies. Then be a full-time director after I learn, learn what I've came from other directors. Yeah. Do you know what I would also love to do? Voiceover what? work. Like. You know, voices yeah. for like you get cartoons. money. You get good money for that. If it's yeah. if the movie blows up, you like froze like the cartoon movies and stuff. Yeah, yeah, I'd Crazy. love to do voices for like the cartoons and shit like that. I think I got. I hear. I mean, I've heard my voice lots of times. I think I got a decent voice. Uh, so yeah. I, hey, what do you think? What, what do you think about my voice? <laughs> well. It's, I don't know. I think you're. I think we need to get you a better mic first off, so we can get the real, the real voice. Yeah. But, but you have For a sure. unique voice, man. Like I think the the good thing about different people is like unique voices, and like you've got like remnants of an accent, but then so you've got like a a flavor in there as opposed to generic, you know, San Diego accent. Uh-huh. Yeah. For sure. For sure. I could see us playing alongside each other where, like, you know, we got animals <laughs> and, like, I don't know, what animal yeah, would yeah. I be? I don't know. What animal would you be if you had to, like, star in, like, a Disney movie? What Do you know what animal you'd like to voice? Either a bird or, or uh, a, a monkey. <laughs> <laughs> bird or a monkey. I, I think I want to be something funny, yeah. Yeah, and then. Or maybe, well, maybe, like, you know, the Nemo, like fish, you know? <laughs> or okay, how how's this for an idea? You can be the bird, and I can just be a gorilla, and we can be like best pals. We can be yes, like sir. the the like combo, yeah. yeah, like the yeah. So Disney, if you need ideas, we got it here. You heard it here first on the Hip Hop Hustle yep. podcast with Star Two. So yep. let's make it happen. Let's make it happen, man. <laughs> <laughs> I also saw that, like, you, you give back to your community. Like, I saw you've got videos where you give back. Like, yeah. how long have you been giving back for and, and what are the things you've been doing? Uh, I've been doing, like, giveaways sometimes, you know, buying toys every year for Christmas. I buy toys and donate to Toys R Us. And sometimes, you know, I try to give back to, like, the events, the community that are hosting events, trying to help them out, you know, pay for some of the stuff that they need, you know, for to host an event, like a festival, a tournament, or, like, the concert, uh, a show, for example, you know? Like that. And food, you know, money, donate back to the country where people could buy food and give back to the people in, the, in my homeland. That's awesome. That's, yep. How did, it must feel fantastic. 
giving back. Yeah, it feels good, man. It's, that's that's long term happiness. You know, you know, you know that people, you know, you made a lot of people happy. You know, that's long term happiness. That's what I look for in life and fight for. You know. Yeah. Well, the more I talk to you, the more I must think that your grandma must be very proud to see yeah. the things that you're doing. Yeah, she, she's very proud, of course. She she bugs me now to, like, drop music, to drop blogs. <laughs> chill, you know? Like, it takes planning, it takes time, everything. I love that. That is so funny. Yeah. I love that she's like, hurry up, man. Like, let's go. Like, what are you waiting for? Yeah, because I don't live with her, you know? So she lives in a different state. I live in a different state. So, you know, she she's trying to stay on it. I'm trying to see what I've, I've been doing, you know? Where is she based at the moment? Uh, right now she's in uh, Arkansas, so it's a bit far, pretty far. But yeah, yeah, that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> uh, grandparents, they they're all this. They're so funny. They're all the same. Like my <laughs> my grandma, my my babushka, she always says to me, she's like, Aaron, first you have to make money." She always she. That's the first thing she says to me is like, "You have to make money." And money, the, yeah, it's all yeah. about money. It's all about money. (laughs) (laughs) You don't make money, they call you lazy. If you don't work, they call you lazy. Lecture you every day. Yeah, I've tried to explain what I do to her, and she does not understand. She will once once she hears about you on the news or see you on TV, some some, you know. (laughs) Yeah, but I've I've tried to explain like what I do, which is I talk to people, and she's like, Uh "It's okay." That's this. She's like. Can you make money from this? And I'm like, yes, yes. you can make money. And then she's like, yes, okay, money. that's that's. <laughs> so, so uh, yeah, I don't think she really uh, has an idea. I mean, I think when you're from a different country, an idea of a podcast, an idea of a music career is so foreign. Like it's, yeah. it doesn't even make sense. For real, man, I'm excited to go to Australia for sure. Yes, yeah. it's bound. It's bound that time. Do you know which cities you want to go to? Probably wh- where you're at is probably that's where there's a lot of Korean people. I know. I know they're all spread out everywhere. There's a lot because most of my people are there. You know, I think there's more Korean people in Australia than in the US. Maybe. Wow. Well, yeah. I gotta say, you gotta hit the big spots. You gotta go, obviously Melbourne, because well, I'm here, but. Sydney, you got to check out the Sydney Harbour Bridge and like you got to, the the Opera House. That's like the picturesque, and then you got to make sure you hit the Gold Coast. That's like where the oh, beaches yeah. are. Um, although I've never been to Perth, apparently Perth is beautiful as well. Yeah, I'll go there. I'll go everywhere, man. Got to visit all the spots. Yeah, soon you'll be the tour guide. You'll be like Aaron. You got to go here. You got to go there. I went to all these different places. It's weird. Like I don't think. I've traveled more overseas than I have in my own country. For real? You should. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I'm down to. But I heard Australia is crazy too. Don't you guys have this island called the Snake Island? Uh, I don't know, but it wouldn't surprise me, honestly. I think yeah. out of the top 10 deadliest snakes, we got yeah. five of them. Like we got yeah, lots got, of stuff. Yeah, a lot of snakes. A lot. But I tell you what. You do have to be careful of drop bears. What was that? A drop bear? What's a drop? What's that? Man, you'll have to Google it. They like drop from 
from trees and they come and get you. So, uh, yeah. What? Yeah. Wait, what? what do you call it? Drop bear. Drop bear? Yeah. And honestly, you ask any Australian, they'll tell you you got to be careful. So it's like when you're in the in the jungle. Oh, and damn. Shit. Oh, they're yeah. like a koala. Yeah, but they're, koala. Yeah. They're not, they're not pretty things to look at, so you got to be careful. Damn. Oh, they're like a bear mixed with a koala. Yeah, yeah. They look like a scary baby bear. They're tough little fuckers, so you got to be wary of those. But uh, Damn. So, yeah. Got <laughs> yeah, we got lots of shit that will kill you, man. Yo, you could use this in a movie as a, as a creature, like a monster. <laughs> you know, us killing it. <laughs> I'm just like... Well, yeah, maybe that's what I'll voice. I'll voice the drop bear and you can be my bird friend. Forget the gorilla, I'll be the drop bear. Yeah, damn, that's a cool. I I never noticed there's, there's such thing like this that exists. That is crazy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm but... Crazy. I've seen, we have mountain lions, you know, that's normal because we talk, they talk about that, but in school, they don't talk about drop bears, man. Yeah. Well, you we've know. never seen. I've never seen a mountain lion. Like we don't have mountain lions. I mean, we got kangaroos and shit, and like all that kind of stuff. Are you sure drop bears real real in Australia? <laughs> <laughs> uh, what did you just read? I don't know. There's something. Is, is, they say it's a hoax, fictional creature. <laughs> yeah. All right. You got. You got me. You got. I thought I had you. I was hoping that you would tell everybody that it's real and then you can't yeah. and then it's it's a it's a law it's an australian law that if you hear someone ask about your animals you got to tell them about, about drop bears so well, yeah, I, I definitely will i'm still gonna tell people <laughs> you can do it you can do it with us you can be like man i spoke to this aussie guy i'm gonna go see the drop bear they're crazy uh that's it's crazy yeah, but uh, but yeah, man, it is awesome down here. We got lots of cool shit, so yep. you'll you'll never hear me complain about about being here. And I always look forward to coming back to Melbourne. I think it's an awesome city. But um, man, I only have one more question for you. Uh huh. And it is probably the toughest question I've, I'm going to ask you on the show. It's the only question that I plan on the show. But if you had to recommend one album that everybody should listen to at least once to get an appreciation of. Cannot be your own music, can be any genre of music. What would it be? Oh, you want genre or... Uh, An I'd album. say... Uh, 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 what is it? The uh, XX Tentacion uh, album. Pretty nice. You know that artist, XX Tentacion? Yeah, yeah. Rest in peace. So obviously, I say most most of his music is good, man. Like it's it's crazy, you know. Like skins and uh, skins is nice. The almost really nice. What does that project mean to you? Like his music. I don't know. That's just him being himself. You know, it's a whole different sound. It's like something new. It's like it's different. You know, it's not like it's different kind of. It has like a melody too. I don't know. It's like I don't know. It's like. It's like therapy, you know, it's, it's like that, you know? <laughs> That's what I mean. Yeah. Yeah, it's weird how music does that. Like, I think we all have yeah. musics, music, uh, musics. It's like, I'm not speaking English anymore. We all have music that is like therapy for us. I think that's what music is half the time is like, it's therapeutic. It like helps you heal. Oh, definitely. For sure. Well, man, 
as I said, you know, it's a, a pleasure having you on the show. Hopefully your music is healing others, as I'm sure it is. You get lots of messages, but man, okay. uh, I cannot wait to see you continue doing your things. Obviously coming down to Australia and start sure. going back to school, starting your own label. We'll star in movies together. If we talk about it enough, it'll happen. Um, and then we'll we'll show yeah. you some drop bears when you're down here, man. But for <laughs> anyone who hasn't seen Star 2 or, or, or checked him out, I highly recommend. Uh, he's doing amazing things. He's got fantastic YouTube videos. Obviously, you can get him on all the music streaming platforms as well as, obviously, IG. But, man, is there anything that you wanted to plug, anything that you wanted to shout out? Shout out uh, all my current fans in Australia, you feel me? And you know, much love. And I'll be out in Australia soon. Follow me on Instagram, start to official. Thank you for having me, Aaron. <laughs> my pleasure, man. And don't forget yeah. Different Breed, the project just released. Yeah. So make sure you listen to that and support that as well. Yes, sir. Thanks for listening to the show. Please like and subscribe and follow me on Instagram at the underscore hip hop hustle for upcoming podcast news. Also, don't forget to check out my Patreon under Hip Hop Hustle for exclusive content and to help support the show. Bye for now.